Fletcher drank the rest of it. Uh, see, Pam. Thank you, Pam. I don't know if you could hear it through my plastic bag over the microphone, but I got Pam on that one. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now, he's the father of an Academy Award winning visual effects supervisor kind of guy. And, you know, it's sort of eclipsed his fame, I guess. But, I mean, his background work in the 50s is the impressive thing. He was part of the animation team for Disney. Wow. But he must have just been like, shit, we live in this neighborhood. Let's shoot a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where? At the drive-in. Oh, you mean the flea market? It's not a flea market. Well, no, the thing is, it's like you want to get people to come to the drive-in. So they're there during the day for the SWAT yeah, meet. But yeah. how do you get them back at the drive-in? You make a movie called SWAT meet. And they're like, shit, uh, yeah, I love that. I Let's go. It. And it's like Wasn't I, eight hours of SWAT meet enough? We're going to do another. <laughs> Let's go watch 78 more minutes. Okay, now here we have the slightest bit of hilarity. Okay. And this show, this movie hasn't been very funny, but here we have the slightest bit. They are drunk, 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 drunk. And for some reason, they want to drive the car to the SWAT meet. Now, what they're doing is they've arranged a swap. They're going to give him his car back for his perfectly repaired T-Bird. Okay? Right. So they're going to start driving. Look at the old-style beer can. I know. That's what I'm looking at. Where did yeah. he put the tab? Lots of times they they drop it into the beer can instead. Yeah, but doesn't, like, then look at this. Is that not right? That was a big period of time. And th that sounds legit. Well, I had two big fears in the, growing up in the 70s. One, I would swallow the beer tab that I put in my beer when I dropped it in right. there. And two, Billy the Kid would uh, vote with me squeaking when I would get arrested <laughs> by Spider-Man. Things I wanted to explain yeah. to my family. Now, in order to protect the car, they left the cover on, and Buddha's telling them, <laughs> make a left, take a, take a right. So this is one of the only funny hilarity scenes of... Drug drive. The only two things were scaring me in the 70s. The first one was, uh, what was the other? Uh, I can't make who. No, there, you said there's two. Oh yeah, swallowing the yeah the beer tab. tab in the beer. Okay, two things scared me in the seventies. One was swallowing that beer tab, you know, when I would drop it back into my beer. Second one was my mother's bush. It was out of control. <laughs> Check that thing, ma. The eighties oh. is coming. Yeah, the eighties it was oh, so there was uh it was different in the eighties is what you're saying? Yeah, in the eighties uh people started to get reasonable with their bushes. Right. So this was written by a guy named Steve Krantz and he only wrote three things. One is this swap meet. The other thing is Jennifer Right, the horror which was, movie. Right. Directed by the same director. So right, maybe that's right. why he was part of it. And lastly there was something called Beauty seventy seven. That sounds familiar. I'm not sure. Let me just look that up. You sure he didn't write adaptions by Nicolas Cage? Uh, I am sure. Ruby. Where'd that car go? 19. 
the, oh, the EC Cargo? Something's wrong with my keyboard. Alright, well, you know, we can move on. Nope, it's just a horrible, scary-looking movie. Not even something I recognize. Wow, something's really wrong with my keyboard because the letter U is, is the number four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got six and seven, right? Five, seven, eight. Usually yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to try to figure out why. You bought a you bought a used uh, Christmas keyboard, right, Noel? <laughs> Noel. Noel. Goodness. What kind of name is that, Noel? It's got two L's in the middle. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am right. Hiding in plain sight. My name is Noel. It's a two L's. Hiding in plain sight. Remember, there's like a comic strip, like it was like Frank and Ernest, and uh, one of the Frank and Ernest panels, him singing the alphabet, the entire alphabet in the panel, except for the letter L. That was my Christmas Carol, Noel. Oh man, <laughs> you just—that's a day's work for you. You fucking knocked that daily comic strip <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm gonna write the alphabet. I'm gonna write 25 letters of the alphabet in the panel. Punchline second, and I'll sign <laughs> it. And my assistant ink it and call it and go to the golf course. I'm sorry, this movie must be really good. Uh, well, okay, so Annie is now confessing her love for Not Bud Court. And Not Bud Court is going to confess her love. And now she's getting a blowjob. And they're going to get married. He's going to insist he become a partner at the swamp meeting. Now, right in the middle of this day, uh, the girls show up. Oh, He's I like, not them. now, girls. Go away. And she goes, yes, but it's an opportunity to make money. He goes, Annie, come on. They're serious. You know, and he, oh, they know Annie's there? That's pretty she odd. gets mad, and Annie bites his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You can turn it up. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, now, not Bud Court is having a protest. He's going on strike. He's not letting anyone into the swap meet at what? all. Worst Saturday afternoon ever. Yeah, here comes Mark Lawrence. Listen, right. a ghost of Lucy La uh, Lucky, uh, uh, Lucy Luciano wants to speak with you personally. That's right. I'm going to turn you into the House on American Activities <laughs> after they pressure me. I'm going to bury your body in Joe McCarthy's backyard. Too soon? Not for me. <laughs> I live with it every day. Hey, you. So, now Ziggy's making his demand. You know, like, they're the biggest swap meet ever, which is Seabird and the other rip-toss, Joe or whatever, 
going to happen. It's going to go down here at your swap meet. I'm going to make you famous. I'm getting married. I want more money. I want to be a partner. And we don't understand why he says, okay. But he does. We're going to find out it's because he's his son, really. That is the movie ends. Uh, no, that's not the big revelation. Okay, here he's talking to Fat and Skinny, and, you know, there is a plot. Um, hey, Carl, do they have names before we continue with this movie? Fat and I don't Skinny? remember that. All right. All right. Go ahead, turn them on. Turn it on. Let's see. Is it up? I can't hear it. It's scratchy when I can't hear it. Oh, okay. We're having a little audience. I mean, maybe they have real names, but are there really ever anything but Fat and Skinny? Is it Greece? What's his style? <laughs> well, his style is like a dry... Okay, so now Henry's like, I'm getting married. He goes, I have big news. Can you guess? And 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 Boone uh, is like, uh, you're pregnant. He goes, no, I'm getting married. He's like, I I was right. Look, see the skateboarder? He goes, he's going to get hurt, as if he predicted it. And like, he always has accidents. Oh, geez, what a bummer. What's yeah, weird in this movie is like half the jokes are she's a bullshitter. And then the other, not half, of they're not jokes, but the other side is when she really has her amazing power. So she which was, is it? She was banned from the skate park. Like she would show up and she's like, uh-uh, I'm not going on that half pipe. Not with fucking <laughs> fortune tellers that in there. Skate boarders. Yeah. She's so, stealing more stuff. And... An American House Committee guy <laughs> continues to try to catch her. He's going to have a case of mistaken identity. Well, Hello. laugh, laugh. Hello, laugh. operator. Yeah, operator, this is Mark Morris. Get me out of here. Fucking shadow. Get that. Or I'll call you in on the House of Un American Committee. Yeah. Connecting. <laughs> Good one. Stolen, stolen, stolen. Give us a cue to arrest him. They yeah. are mistaken. You know why she mistakes it? Took the pistol. Look, he goes like, I've been watching you all day. I caught you. And she goes, what? That's where Ferris Bueller's Day Off got that joke. Not Bud Court Radio. I'm not Bud Court. Holding not court here on my serious FM fucking show. <laughs> I'm gonna take some calls. Yeah, Bud, I love you in Electric Dream. What? I'm not that was Bud not Court. An electric Dream. Uh, why did you use your name and Pete? Because You're not Bud I wasn't court. Bud Court. Is he? That's why I wrote all my credits. 
you weren't you were not Bud Court, uh, who who was in Mash, who was in Young Frankenstein. I was. I was in Mash. <laughs> and Frankenstein. Luke, that's oh, me. Like I found. Mom, Mom, I found a Mad Magazine paperback. They take the comic and they cram it into a paperback, and it looks like I'm reading a book. Okay, look, now Obnoxious Boy gets the pie in the face. Pizza Boy. They were going to save that for the Pizza Boy movie. It's the worst Aww. porno ever. Nothing what I expected. <laughs> okay, now Mr. Cool shows up to Genevieve's like, do you have a vehicle? There's only this, like, I only have my vehicle. Me the keys to it. You can't just take my tow truck. It's my livelihood. So now it's sort of going to be an act three race to the swap meet. Swap meet. Uh, in order to yeah. race to the swap meet. Danny DeVito done? <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito is yeah. Yes. And so is Rhea Perlman. All right, now, Fat and Skinny are going to fuck with uh, our heroes as they head towards the race. Did I ever tell you I went to a Fortune 500 race? No. Yeah, and uh, I don't, I think it was a sim. Because, like, you pick out the cards, and she started putting them in, like, seven rows. I said, mm -hmm. uh, where's my tarot card? Oh, uh, I'm just a seven woman. <laughs> so now, um, not Bud Court is up on the top of the double decker bus, right. and he's like, "This is the greatest day. We're gonna have the greatest spot ever, and it's the keyboard for the Peugeot. I think it's a Peugeot. So now they've cut slits so they can see. Are they sobered up by now? Yeah, that's right. And King Vidyat is driving. They're encouraging. Drive faster, faster. We're late for our audition for Slapshot. Right. Two little Drake songs. Uh, oh, oh Breaking Drake. Away, the, um, that was the bicycle one. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. No, maybe. I'm not sure. Right. Gosh, where's that car? I thought you would look at it for the swap meet. Nobody oh, the father that. in um, 16 Candles was in that Breaking Away. Right, the old Breaking Away. He was in one of our films, I think, and that's why I know him. He was in the foreplay, right? Yeah, he was. He was also in Point to Prove. Because that's a time stat. Very hard to miss. Ho hold on one second. I'll be right back. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to check out the finale as they tr uh, drive the car really fast. On Interstate 555. Will they make it to swap meet in time? I, I my, don't know. my wife interrupted me just to say there's no foreplay in the movie that you guys watched. Yeah, we go right to it. We go right to it. <laughs> Unless you're paying attention. 
That's the longest car ride ever. Yeah, it's unrealistically long, and everyone's sitting there waiting for them. Right. Um, yeah. Well, no, no. One person is standing there. The rest of them bunker down. Right, so now they're like, entertain the crowd, distract them as we wait, wait, wait. So Annie will start doing a sexy dance. Oh, really? She's not going to uh, start up the fun? <laughs> well, that's a one can't service the entire crowd with that because that's a one at a time thing. Okay. Up right. top. Um, Seventy's cop. Getting in his Seventy's cop uniform. Look how good Not Bud Court looks in his three-piece. You know the vest of a three-piece suit. You hear the song. Want me? But you're right though, Mike. That is like how the song goes. Want me? At the swap meet. Or maybe it's just how it looks in the movie. Might have, uh, I don't know, I'm watching it here and there. I just watched her doing it. Over and over it goes, at the swap meet. We're at the swap meet. Terrible. You know, the sequel, AA, didn't come out until like two months after this. We're at the AA. <laughs> This is anonymous, timid, you know, nobody has to know that you're an alcoholic. Just stand <laughs> up and say your name and admit to me an alcoholic. I am not you, nor Ted, nor Carl, nor Mike, nor Emily in the room. Now, I hear that Danny DeVito has a production company called Jersey Stone. So maybe I should send him my Joe Piscopo governor's Call it, you know, yeah. make it real Jersey. Now, he ran for Joe Piscopo running for governor? He never actually did run for governor. There was many, many races in which he telegraphed that he was going to run. One time, uh, he was taken extremely seriously, and the Bill Murphy people came to him and sat down, and they said, what would you like to see out of the government of Jersey? Like they tried to placate him so he wouldn't run and he didn't. I think he liked, he liked the idea of governor more than he would really like to be the administrator of a, of a state. But, yeah, so no, everyone's think... pretending to be super into Annie. She's going to strip all the way. And Bud Cord is not Bud Cord is like, no, you don't. Yeah, he's like, oh, other than Annie. No, no, she's not. He's oh, topless, wow. see? Yeah. Now everyone's looking. What happened? They drive yeah. right into Annie. Yay, Annie's the. Uh... Oh, no, not the T bird. They just drove it over there. But their boobs were such. Her boobs were such a distraction that there was a four car pileup which she never got to see. Which she never got to see. Right. We, we see the aftermath right. of the scene. And you know that was in the trailer, too. You're going to love this, Bill. Look what's going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not Bud Court. <laughs> Even Bud Court knows that. Yeah. Not Bud Court. Want to go see Bud Court? Then go to the San Bernino bar. Or the 
there from and 2 to Virginia? 7 p.m. Virginia. Look at my Peugeot. Okay, now they're oh, getting, getting married. married. At the on top of the bus. That's good because everyone's in jeans. <laughs> it's she's wearing jean shorts. She is wearing jeans. Yeah, I don't know what that is. There's Ziggy, Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman, not Bud Gordon. Danny Goldman, most respectfully. Mark Lawrence. They look like, but not. Mark Lawrence. Lucky Luciano! AJ Yeah, the bear talking accent. to Jersey, talking to New York accent. Mark. We were talking hey, about something else. About I just want to say that guy's bear accent is amazing. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a human ass, but okay. All right. Hey, Mark. From now look how they're showing all these things like it was a great film, and they're just right. reliving it all. Was you're about to leave the theater? You're like, you remember that time when Steve? Right. Was that? Look, it, it says Andy song. Perlman, still photographer. I wonder if he's through his brother of through his brother of bowling. Well, uh, you know what? I think it's time. Carl, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, I was terrible. I hated it. It was awful, and it was good for your show because we got to laugh at not Bud Cork. We got to see John Greer again, um, and I don't know. It was good for your show. There was lots to talk about. Playboy Playmates. And, um, that's it. That's it. Bad movie. Bad movie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, Carl, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to type in the oh, – as you know, we uh, as we move forward in this pandemic, we always find out what's happening. Okay, 2009. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta Robo, Robo, B-O-T? Robo-Duck. B-U-C-K? Yeah. Okay, Robo-Duck. Mac, Mac, any apostrophe L, Lance, Ooh. Okay, cool. Carl, let me see if I can find a trailer. A movie trailer comes out before the movie. It doesn't trail anything. It pitched 
to the full-length movie. That's why it's called a trailer. I see. All right, so uh, I found a trailer. This is courtesy of one of our very good friends, Pat Sims. Sleazy lawyers. Can't pay your electric bill? Do your doctor. Overworked doctors. I'm finished! After the bye-bye, game over. In a world where the healthcare system is about to collapse. You, 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 you. Wait a second. That is our world. We need doctors. And doctors make mistakes. After all, they're only human, right? Not anymore. National Lampoon presents. Okay, so it's D O C, Robo D O C. Yeah, Doc. What did you think I said? Doc, D U C K, Robo Doc. You want me to start this over? Let's start it again. Really, All right, let's finish this and we'll replay Robo Dogs. Robot. All right. Uh, it's 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 oh man, I should have watched this in the first place before picking it. But I, I was looking for a National Lampoon. Well, you found one. All right, I'll start the trailer over again. I it? really want to do National Lampoon's open mic, but I'm so afraid to write it because you'll go, no, no, change this. No, no. No, no. That. Listen, National Lampoon's open micers, two guys, it starts off with them, two best friends doing it. 25 years later, they're still doing it. And they hear about Just for Laughs uh, has an audition. And they go and they audition. There's a little bit of competition. One No, they work together. That's what it is. But wait, why Why 25 years later? Like, we're not going to go through 25 years of being an unsuccessful open micer? You know what? Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. What else is there to work with? Actually, you know, that's really not National Lampoon's style. Usually they have a group of young, young, horny guys right. who are yeah. off on some quest. So I think it might be better to make like a local clique of open micers have some sort of shot to something. Like, but I'm they, going to they LA. They have to have like a Tom Arnold type of guy. Comes in as their manager kind of thing, or yeah. what'd you say? Or maybe, yeah, or they, uh, yeah, their comedy coach. Okay, what about the whole concept of the guy who goes away to Nirvana, which is don't do comedy? Oh, well, I still think that guy in? should be in it. Okay, but and then at the end, he, he uh, comes back. He has a sitcom. He didn't do anything to get it. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are brainstorming our movies, open micers, uh, yeah, as directed by Mike Mazzal. Here at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, thank you guys so much. We will be back in a few minutes or two. And if we're not, just check our Facebook page. We'll give you the full details. We'd love for you to do it. No, we will be here. No, Mike, next week we're going to watch RoboDoc in the Kick Studio. All right. 
situate to normal. Until bring then, your own plastic until bag. then, go to pcrcollective.org. Go to no. the Muni Radio Comedy Festival and check out one of the 47 shows that are hosted that's happening live yeah. between Carl and uh, Depression and uh, us. It's a very exciting show. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Carl, thank you so much. Uh, anything else? Or? Yeah, it's mutinyradio.fm. That's the website. That is the website. Yes, mutinyradio.fm. Why Carl. not make a donation? Clap, clap. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And, thank uh, you, Michael. Check out carlsucks.com where classic Carl sucks. Sucks. But life is so sweet, Mike. I might be there in person next weekend. We'll see. I heard Greyhound is really low at this point. Uh, you could well, take an Uber carpool across the country. <laughs> All right. Well, I look forward to it. I'll see you soon, Carl. Thank you. Bye. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Blood Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Blood Tigers watches over riding. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured.
Injured in a motorcycle accident? Call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP. 180 Carmack Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special c- podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. 
coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans. Ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Ben S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a paddle? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy, the small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I'd bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy 
and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! <laughs> Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month. Business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, taco Tuesdays, first Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They were very nice. Say Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading but I linger on Still craving your kiss I'm longing to linger till Just take 
See how that goes. All right, I'm going to start off by playing this article that was sent in by Finch, uh, some Rainbow Days. We'll see what else we can get started up. We also have like a debut album of uh, Unity Rising that we could play or not. Because, like I said, we could do whatever we want. Out of the blue, he entered our camp surrounded by an entourage of eclectically dressed, vibrant hippies. Some said he was Bob Dylan's original mentor. Others said he gave Bob Dylan his first hit of acid. Neither group seemed sure of the veracity of their tradition. Both swore he was deserving of their adulation. It was 2008. I was in Wyoming, in the middle of the forest. Diamond Dave Whitaker was the most famous man at the Rainbow Gathering, and he had just sat down on the blue lawn chair in front of me. At the time, I didn't know he was a noted American artist, counterculture activist, and radio host. I didn't know that he was one of the first members of The Diggers, an art group that also gave free food to the needy of Haight-Ashbury. I didn't know that he had left his family's home as a teenager in 1957 and hitchhiked 1,881 miles to join the beat poetry scene of San Francisco. I didn't know that he had grown to be called the mayor of Haight Street, not for his political perspicacity, but for his ability to get people out of jail and prevent turf wars between the punks and the skins in the neighborhood. I didn't know any of what I would later find out, find he affectionately termed his hip story. All I knew was that the hushed voices and furtive glances marked the entrance of a living legend. Psst, I think he's Jewish, someone whispered to me. Then my friend Daniel Feld sidled up next to me with a mischievous grin on his face. Come on, he uttered confidently. Let's go give him a shalom aleichem. 
Without waiting for my response, he made a beeline towards the courtiers sitting around Diamond Dave. My instinct was to reach back out and pull Daniel back. Is this against some rainbow rule, I worried? But Daniel is a force of nature, gregarious, fearless, with that restless hunger for new experiences that all artistic souls share. We'd made it this far together, and I wasn't going to let him do this on his own. We had spent three days driving a U-Haul across the vast American landscape, packed with literally a ton of food. Tiki torches, a portable shower, tents, sleeping bags, pots and pans, a big metal barrel, fruit roll-ups, carts, a bicycle, and a Mormon friend named Notice, who we picked up in Utah. We arrived in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, into a complex of 20-plus campsites spread over miles of forest filled with bears, moose, mosquitoes, and 30,000 friendly hippies. There, we built a kitchen from scratch, dug a fire pit, and hosted a thousand people in the strangest Shabbat dinner I had ever been to. Suffice it to say, the dress code was not what one would see in Borough Park. We had volunteered for this trip to help our friend Zev Padway, manager of the vegan kosher Jerusalem camp, kitchen at Rainbow. Zev is a legend of his own. Oozing with charisma and razor-sharp wit, Zev was formerly a Hare Krishna gypsy who once won the Purim costume contest at Chabad of Berkeley. He wasn't dressed in costume. He later met Asi Spiegel, founder of the largest Passover Seder in the world, who inspired him to create Jerusalem Camp at Rainbow to serve thousands of people free vegan kosher food coupled with Torah education. Today, he runs a popular vegan kosher cafe in the mystic city of Safed in the north of Israel and is co-creator of the Kabbalah Coloring Book in partnership with the preeminent Israeli artist David Friedman. But this was my first time at the Rainbow Gathering, and I struggled to learn Rainbow's funny socioeconomic culture and rules for creating organized disorganization. Technology was discouraged. Money wasn't allowed. If you wanted to buy something at the trading circle, a shiny rock was of much more use than a dollar bill. People gave themselves new names like hoop, human, tree, clunker, gypsy, wolfman, and moonflower. Polite salutations were replaced with ideological expressions of peace and harmony like Welcome home, brother, well gathered, and what is your heart song? Daniel sang Chazanut to thousands of hippies. I served kosher vegan colant to people of all shapes, sizes, colors, and smells. We befriended the Jewish leader of a biker gang of ruffians who wore a pair of tzitzit we gave him until they were completely threadbare. The guy camping next to us brought his pet wolf and our friend Notice had recently finished giving us a hands-on lesson in how to successfully escape a charging moose. Incidentally, Daniel named the moose Shana in memory of his pet donkey, but that story is for another time. Keeping our shared experiences in mind, we approached Diamond Dave. Welcome home, brother! Daniel's clear voice sang among the ancient white bark pines around us. Diamond Dave, Dave focused his gaze on us. His eyes glinted merrily. Daniel began doing what he did best, smoozing. Diamond Dave was indeed Jewish. He had even lived on a kibbutz in Israel for a short time. But he had never had a bar mitzvah. My Chabad instincts started to tingle. I rushed back to my tent and grabbed my tefillin. The Talmud teaches that putting on tefillin is among the greatest positive mitzvahs in the entire Torah. This opportunity was golden. Diamond Dave was delighted. He sat serenely as Daniel wrapped the straps around his arm. We sang the Shema with him. He closed his eyes, and the midday sunlight glinted off the jet-black tefillin box as if it were a crown on his head. Birds chirped above. The hippies around us watched in awe. We were all feeling the moment. 
Diamond Dave opened his eyes. They were wet around the edges. Daniel and I began to sing Mazel Tov, customarily sung in synagogues around the world. Fruit roll-ups were thrown, and Diamond Dave tapped his fingers absent-mindedly on his knee as we clapped, danced, and pranced around him. The Baal Shem Tov taught that everything one sees and hears is a lesson in how to serve the Creator. We had a hippie legend sitting in front of us. He must have something to share. As I removed his tefillin, I asked him, Diamond Dave, what's the secret to life? It seemed he had been waiting for this. He leaned back and smiled. Punctuating the air with his right hand like a maestro delivering his cadenza, he delivered four verses. Cast a wide net. Find the common thread. Let life flourish. Don't panic. Just keep it organic. It was exact. Every word was needed, each line complete. I thanked him for his wisdom. A few minutes later, he disappeared into the woods from whence he had come, surrounded by his entourage. The experience with Diamond Dave lasted a few minutes, but from that moment until this very day, I have found myself repeating his lesson. Whether I'm counseling someone about dating, career advice, spiritual growth, or a host of other human dreams, I often find myself quoting Diamond Dave. I thought we had given him the gift of a bar mitzvah, but he had given us the gift of sage advice. As Diamond Dave would say, it's all about doing more together. The Torah teaches, you shall rise before a sage and you shall respect the zakin, etc. But Rashi explains That was a little muddled at the end, but do what we can here. And we're doing it for free, so you get what you pay for. That was Finch reading an article about our beloved Diamond Dave, who uh, has a show here on Fridays, or used to, or something. I don't know, COVID and stuff. He's still alive, though, people ask. And uh, if you're wondering, he's still alive. All right, we have some like live musicians here. Uh, they're very much alive. They haven't died yet. Uh, we're all COVID negative as far as we can tell. Semi-optimistic. <laughs> and uh, while they set up, I'm going to play the debut album, Unity Rising, that uh, they were kind enough to send in their music. So let's play it. Uh-huh. No dead air. All right. Thank you. 
together we'll build it better with the nitty-gritty of the community healing your wounds and healing the whiskey you're not alone you're not
Break free, be your mind. We'll get together and have a real swell time. Quit the system, save the planet. We are what you eat. Make sure it's
Thank you, uh, thank you, Unity Rising, for sending us your debut album. Here's some play here at Muni Radio on a Tuesday on the Always Free Podcast. So we have some musicians in the house. Uh, J.W. Blunt, who has a show here on Fridays. What's your show called? Yeah, it, check it out. It's cool. Um, there's a lot more music on it than this show. <laughs> And he's going to play some piano for us. And then we also have uh, James Conrad and uh, Frank, Frank, Frankie uh, here. Frank, Frank, Frankie, Frankie. He introduced me as Manic Hispanic, and that's what stuck. Manic Hispanic. <laughs> All right, so next we have uh, JW going to play us a tune on the piano. All I want for Christmas is you and a Strawberry brown hair. It's hard to look right at you, baby. But 
here's my number. Call me maybe an Aliada gal trying to chase me. But here's my number. Call me maybe 415, 415-550-550-0511. around with me, uh-huh. Then she asked me, do I feel all right? And I said, yeah, uh-huh. I feel wonderful tonight. It's time to go home now. I've got a nicking in. So I gave her the car key. She'll help me to bed, uh, yeah. <laughs> then I tell her. Hey, pretty brown eyes. chase me but here's my number call me maybe 415 415 550 550 0511 cause I'm dreaming of you tonight till tomorrow Cause I'm, I'm dreaming of you tonight till tomorrow. I love you. 
himself. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush. You can brush. Oh wow! I, I kind of lost it. I was. I yeah. I kind of lost it. Yeah. I, the Barbie girl. Yeah. I uh, kind of lost it there. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great show. Love this. Yeah. I'm just doing a lot of imp improvising here. Um, Don't fear the reaper, <laughs> nor do the wind or the sun or the rain. We can be like they are. Come on, baby, baby, don't fear the reaper. Baby, take my hand. Don't fear the reaper. We'll be able to fly. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, I'm your man. Valentine is done. Here, but now they're done. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. Romeo and Thousand men and women every day. Forty thousand men and women every day. I'm just really hungry and I want to get a pupusa. <laughs> oh yeah, they came up last night of sadness. It was clear that she couldn't go on. The door opened open and the wind appeared. The candles blew and then disappeared. The curtains flew and then he appeared. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid, woo, don't be afraid. that in a while. It sounds good. It sounds yeah. good. Um, I could play some, a song on guitar. Yeah, we can switch over to the guitar stage and, uh, you know, uh, do musicians in tandem. So how about you play a song on guitar and then we'll switch to uh, someone else after this song and we can just, you know, I just want to hear the song that you like playing the most, especially if it's an original. 
heard it actually here in the room a while ago. And this song's called The um, Time Traveling Tamales. Nice. Take me back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Then I make a old lamb, we're not getting any younger. Every day's the first day of summer. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. She chillin' like Bob Dylan, like a match, Johnny Cash. Just a man with six strings attached. She's just a man, they are them. Woman, woman. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. Love the cantina. I'm kicking back in the Latin America club. I'm taking Muni back to the real San Pancho. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. Alejandra, Ale, Andale. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful creature. I'll take you back to the future. Everyone and everything is a beautiful Just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale. Just a frog in the summer wind. Just a frog, frog in the summer wind. Alejandra, Ale, Andale, Alejandra, Ale, Andale. El Rey, Del Verano, Del Beso. Take it easy, man. Come on. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Oh, good. 
He's the only person here, so he's doing the work of like what about 20 people. And now you know how all the comics feel. Does the guitar sound okay? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to start off. Uh, let him co co collect himself there. I'm going to start off with a, an instrumental by Scrapper, Bl Scrapper Blackwell called A Blue. 